All right, so if you have your Bibles, and I'll just read Psalm 23 and verse 4. I'm going to look at the B part. We did the A part last week. It says, even though I walk through, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. See that? For what? You are with me. Your rod and your staff. They comfort me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I want to talk about this morning God as Jehovah Shammah. Amen. God as Jehovah Shammah. S H A M M A H. God as Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is there. In other words, the Lord is present. Amen. The Lord is there in his presence. I want to talk about being in his presence. Amen. Being in his. Amen. Jehovah Shema. Amen. God uh, is Jehovah Shema. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. Last week, uh, we saw God as Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, my banner. Amen. That God, uh, when you go into battle, all you have to do is call on that name, Jehovah Nisi. Amen. But today we're going to look at, today what we're going to look at today, we're going to look at God as Jehovah Shema. The psalmist has already shared with us that God is his protector, that God is his guide, that God is his shepherd, that he is a sheep and God is his shepherd. Now we come to the point in our passage, amen, that, that the psalmist says that even though I walk through the valley, amen, even though I walk through the valley, and I don't know about you, but if you understand something about life, you'll find out that in life there are mountaintop seasons, amen, and that there are seasons where you're going through the valley. Do I have anybody? There are seasons in this life where it seems like you're constantly going from one valley to another valley. Do I have anybody? You could go through a financial valley. You can go through a spiritual valley. You can go through an emotional valley. Come on. You can go through any relational valley. There's so many valleys in life. But what I found out, amen, from understanding the names of God, I know that God says that even in the valley, I got to understand something about valleys. Valleys are not permanent places. Valleys are places that you go through in order to get to the other side. Are you with me? The psalmist says that even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, look what he says. He says, I will fear no evil. You see, when you know God as Jehovah Nisi, you'll know him as your protector as your guide, amen, and you'll realize that you're not alone and you don't have to fear evil when it shows up. But God as Jehovah Shema, when the psalmist says, thou art with me, what he's doing is he is affirming the presence of God. Jehovah Shema means that the Lord is there. One of the greatest gifts along with salvation is the fact that we know as believers, and I'll allude to some of this at 10 o'clock, 
that God that we have as believers God's presence. God made a promise to Moses that his presence when he uh, when he charged Moses to lead Israel out of Egypt, he says certainly in Exodus chapter 3 verse 12 God told Moses and this is where the name is found also God told Moses I will be with you. When Jesus gave his disciples the great commission, he promised, he says in Matthew 28, he says, lo, I'm with you always. Come on and help me somebody. Even to the end of the age. Amen. Even in the end, in, to the end of the age. So in God's presence, there are benefits. In God's presence, amen, you can find comfort. The name Jehovah Shema is also found in Ezekiel 48. At the end of this prophecy, Ezekiel described the eternal city and even in heaven, the Lord is Jehovah Shema. When the shepherd who is with us comforts us with the rod and the staff and he protects us, he says, not only do I protect you, not only do I provide for you, but I am present with you. So, so the question today is, do you and I, do we have a sense that, 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 that God is with us even in some of the toughest things and toughest times that we go through? So, so let's look at it today. Let's look at it today. In his presence, there are, some, there are some things that we possess. The Bible says, the Bible says, he says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, watch this, for you are with me. And so the first thing is, in his presence, we have protection. In his presence, you have God's what? Protection. And what he's saying is that in the midst of evil, you don't have to worry because God is going to protect your mind. He's going to protect your heart. He's going to protect you from physical danger. Why? Because he is Jehovah Shammah. I wish I had somebody. You see, there's something about God's presence that gives you a sense of comfort, that you are protected from gossip. Come on, somebody. From slander. Amen. From all these things that you will find in the, in the valley. He says, even though I walk through the, the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For you are what? With me. So not only in his presence do we have his protection, but then he says, he says, your rod. You got to catch that. He says, your rod. So not only in his presence do we have his protection, but in his presence, he puts us back on track. May I help you with something? There are times that when we are going off track, there are times where we lose direction. In the valley, <clears throat> we become uh, distracted. In the valley, we panic. In the valley, we have pain. In the valley, come on, somebody, we may project the valley when we're supposed to be passing through the valley. In the valley, we may set up a permanent resident residence, or we may stay in the valley. But God's presence 
You know, it's something when you come into God's presence, see the rod, let me help you with the rod. The rod for the shepherd was used as a club to beat off wild animals. Are you with me? The rod was also used for discipline. Are you with me? Sometimes God has to discipline us to get us back on track. Sometimes God has to use the rod. Come on, help me somebody. Amen. To punish. Amen. To guide. But, but here's the thing. The shepherd's care in this passage is symbolized by the rod. The shepherd carried the rod so that he would protect us. Amen. But he could put us back on, on the right track because sometimes it takes discipline. Come on and help me somebody for God to get us back on track. The rod had several uses. Amen. The same rod had several uses. And I'll show you. It represents God's vigilance over his own. That God, watch this, his personal presence and his involvement with the sheep. Do I have anybody? There's something about God's presence, y'all. There's something about when God, you know when God pull out the rod, right? The rod and the staff feels different, right? You, you know, the rod, when, when God disciplines us, when God directs us, but when God is putting us back on track, maybe you've lost your way today. Maybe you've fallen off the track, amen. Maybe you've gotten lost in the valley. I don't know how you get lost in the valley. Maybe you stopped Amen. In someone else's mess in the valley. Amen. Maybe you're taking on other people's problems in the valley. And God says, that's not your business. You let me handle them and I'll handle you. Do I have anybody? And I want to share with somebody here today. You can't shield your children. You can't shield your, your, the ones you love from God's rod because the rod is designed not to hurt but to direct. Are you with me? Not to, watch this, not to cause you pain, but it will feel painful, but it will put you back on track. May I help you with something? Some people have high tolerance for pain. Some people have high tolerance, amen, for the rod because they become so immune to the pain. But I want to tell you something. God wants to put you back on track. Not only is the rod used or the presence of God. You know, when you come in his presence, man, there's something about his presence that just puts you back on track. Matter of fact, the sense that you're in his presence, but then the fact that he uses the rod, but watch this. He says, your rod and your staff. Your what? Staff. So not only does he discipline, but he also comforts. You see, the same rod that he meets, mets out uh, discipline is the same rod that he uses to comfort. Are you with me? So watch this. So not only in his presence did he put us back on track, but in his presence, we find our purpose. You see, the staff is for guidance, whereas the rod is to put you on track to be guided. <laughs> Are you with me? Watch this. The staff was used for counting. See, God takes, God takes inventory of who's his. <laughs> God takes inventory of who belongs to him, you see. 
And sometimes you can get in the valley and start looking like the valley. But he uses the rod and then he uses the staff. The staff is used for counting. The staff is used for guiding. The staff is used for rescuing. The staff is used for supporting. Tell your neighbor purpose. The sheep has to stay under the watchful care of God so that he can be counted, so that he can be guided. The presence and guidance of the Lord go together. Are you with me? He is bound by this name, Jehovah Shema. Amen. <clears throat> and, and it was carried out by the shepherd. The staff, though, was sometimes used in the Bible as symbolic of authority. Are you with me? It is symbolic of authority. And, and not only that, but the staff, amen, God used the staff and God's authority and God's presence had miraculous power, had miraculous power, amen. He manifested through Moses's, Moses and Aaron's staff. Uh, and what did he do? The plague with the blood, if you read your Bible, the plague of the frog, the plague of the gnats, the plague of the hail, the plague of, plague of the locusts, and also the parting of the Red Sea. When God gave the broad to Moses, it parted the Red Sea. Are you with me? When God uses the rod as the shepherd, your shepherd, come on somebody, he is guiding you back on, on, on track. He's putting you in your purpose because God has a plan for your life. The staff was the basic item of personal property. It was carried at most times by the shepherd. And I want to say to somebody here today that God wants to use the staff to bring you back, amen, to your purpose. Maybe you've lost purpose. Maybe you've lost, amen, direction. But God says, in his presence, you have my protection. In his presence, he puts you back on track. In his presence, we find our purpose. But lastly, lastly, he says, your rod, <clears throat> listen, something so painful, but has purpose. Something so painful, but brings comfort. He says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Are you with me? They what? They comfort me. I, I remember, I remember never wanting discipline. Nobody wants this. Nobody wants correction. Nobody wants to be corrected. Amen. Nobody wants to say, be told you do wrong or, you know, you got to do this or you got to do that. Nobody wants to be told that. But the one thing I've learned about being in the presence of God, when you and I are in the presence of God, watch this, it's like we welcome the discipline. You know why? Because we want to be right. And here's the thing. I want to be right before God. I don't want to be right in my own eyes. I want to be right before God. I don't want to just be right because I think I'm right. Are you with me? <clears throat> but the rod that comforts you, the staff that comforts you, lastly, in his presence, watch this, we keep experiencing, lastly, his peace. You have his protection. He puts you back on track. Watch this. In his presence, we find purpose. But lastly, lastly, 
we keep experiencing his peace. He says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. In God's presence, we experience his peace. This verb always means counsel or comfort. Amen. Jacob refused to be comforted when he believed that Joseph had been killed. Technically, the word comfort means to lead. Are you with me? I'm going to say one more time. The word comfort here in the Hebrew means to lead. And what am I saying? What I'm saying is Jehovah Shammah will lead or guide his sheep by using the rod against the attackers and watch this, and then using the staff to rescue us from trouble. Are you with me? You see, oftentimes what we don't realize is that what you're experiencing is God's rescue efforts. Are you with me? You know, call waiting notifies a person when you are on the phone that someone else is calling. I'm going to say it one more time. In his presence, we have his peace. In his presence, we have his purpose. In his presence, he puts us back on track. But in his presence, we have protection. But, but it's crazy because sometimes when we hear, when the phone rings and we look at caller ID, amen, you know that someone else is calling. That that, and that, that, and that person can choose to answer the phone or continue with their current conversation. You ever ignore that call, seeing who it is? If the person answers the phone, they have the option to have a private conversation with the caller or conference them into the existing call. Sometimes in doing this, the original caller, you ever did that? You try to get somebody in on the call and then the call drops and you have to call back the other person. Do I have anybody? The person that you were originally on the phone with, amen, now is dropped while communicating with us, amen. Sometimes in doing this, amen, the caller drops, the call drops. And again, I want to say this about God. God is omnipotent in his communication ability. While God is communicating with us, if he hears another person calling, he can answer that person's call without dropping or losing the other callers. AT&T boasts of having fewer drop calls, but God has never dropped a call. Why? Because he uses fiber. He calls us via FaceTime. I wish I had somebody. He is Jehovah Shammah. In other words, you don't have to you don't have to worry about dropping the call because God can answer your call, that person call, the other person call. He can answer all of us with never losing any of us. But I want to stop by to tell you today, as I close, that if you call on that name, Jehovah Shammah, he will always show up no matter what it looks like. No matter what you're experiencing this morning, you can experience his presence no matter what. Why? Because God is Jehovah 
Shama. A God, a God who is there. Do you know how, how inviting that is? Do you know how encouraging that is to know that when he says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, that he says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning, that God says, I'm near to the brokenhearted, that God says that no matter what you're going through or where you are, I have, what? What do I have? I have a GPS on you. I know exactly where you are. And I can rescue you. But watch how God, what, watch what God uses. He uses the rod. Hello, somebody. And he uses the staff to rescue you from anything. God bless you. God keep you is my prayer today. Amen.